Hey y'all, welcome to Training with Casey. I'm your host, Casey Cover, and I would like to talk about touchback targeting. So I've talked before about don't lure, do this instead. And this is targeting. It's so fast, it's so efficient, and it's so much more versatile. Let's think about it. If you lure an animal, not only do you have the issues with dealing with the food and um, the fact that you can't lure big sections of your animal, like you can lure an animal to turn around in a circle, but you can't lure an animal's foot so that you can trim his nails. You can't lure an animal to back up. I mean, not from behind. That may sound like a strange um, complaint, but when you work with exotic animals, some of them are very big, like elephants, rhinos, camels, and you need to be able to target the animal in whatever direction you want to, wherever you are. So if I need to examine a camel and I'm at an, you know, a fence interface so that I can see the camel and he can see me, but I'm not in with him, but I can ask him to target right over to me. I can do a shoulder target and a hip target and voila, there we are. So I'd like to tell you the four steps that are required, or that I use at least, to teach touchback targets. It's very simple, but there's some finesse. Okay, there's some detail to it. There's mastery. You have to rise to the occasion. You have to hone your skills as a trainer. I mean, come on, not everybody can get a camel to move where they ask him to, or to get a rhino, how about that? All right, so let's take a look at this process. So I'm going to share my screen here. So the first thing we're going to look at is the actual body parts, all right? So these are things that I create using touchback targeting. I'm going to show you the process here, but it's not so easy to pick up the details. The speed, um, the distance of the camera, that kind of thing, make it a little iffy. So I'm gonna to try to make it so you can really see this. But first we're going to ask Sarah to show you a few body parts. And by the way, if you wonder why I use a horse to teach targeting to all kinds of trainers, including dog trainers, if you think it's difficult to see the details with a horse, sometimes it's more difficult to see it with a dog. Okay, for one thing, they're smaller and um, they move very quickly. <laughs> All right, so let's just take a look at this. 
Okay, this is your right ear. This is your left ear. Good girl. Okay, I'm gonna put my hands right next to me. Can I have your left ear? Good, 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 good. That's your right ear. Can I have your left ear? Good. Left ear. Good, 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 good. There you go. There you go. Can I have your right ear? Good. Your right eye. Good, 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 good. Good. Your left eye. Left eye. Good. Both eyes. Yes. Both ears. Yes. Can I show people? Okay. Next, I'm going to ask her to show her lips, but that can be for another time, her lips and her teeth. All right, so let's take a look at this again. And you'll see that I'm going to start out with my hand in contact with the body part. And then I'm going to move my hand just a tiny, tiny distance away from the ears. You probably won't notice a difference in the position of my hand. That's how small the change is. And that is very important to success. So you go to, you know, definite contact to barely contact, right? And just listen to the way I ask for it. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is your right ear. This is your left ear. My hand in contact. Good girl. Okay, I'm gonna put my hands right next to me. Can I have your left ear? Good, 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 good. That's your right ear. Can I have your left ear? Good, left ear. Good, 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 good. There you go. Okay, now to me watching this, it looked like she moved her hand away, but remember the ear can move independently or differently than the head moves. All right, so, um, and the, the ear has different contours. So she definitely moved her ear into contact with my hand, but it's even hard for me to see it here. So touching, can I have your ear? And then we're gonna talk to you about how we touch and we ask for the ear and we wait for it, but you have to be ready. If you're not ready, if you're not ready to bridge that animal, the instant they intensify the contact, you're likely to lose it for that particular session. Okay, because the animals are human too. <laughs> they get bored, frustrated, confused. And so we need to be on top of things and not confused and have a very clear understanding of where we're starting from and what is equal to an improvement. All right, so having looked at all that, I'm making myself a note to explain something else to you. Okay, now let's take a look at uh, how we do the touchback targeting. Now there's four steps. Let's see what it looks like with the animal. Target 
takes, well, you can do it other ways, but this is fast and easy, but it takes a little bit of skill. If this is the animal and this is your target that you're going to start, if this is your starting position, you're going to press into the body part that you want the animal to target. And so if you're starting in a totally upright situation, I know, I know, you're going to push over. So here I've got about 45 degrees and then come back halfway to about 20 degrees. Not all the way back, push in, come back halfway. Okay, do you see the difference? Start out here and I end up here. Okay, and this is what the animal's motion is gonna be like and you have to be ready. And it takes practice for most people. So if I say, okay, this is your shoulder, good, 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 good. At the instant that that animal flows back into contact with your fingertips, you bridge it with a good or an X and then you name it again. That's your shoulder. Good. So let me show you. You ready? Can you let people see this? Okay. Thank you. All right. So when you push, you've got to, you're going to push the animal off its balance just a little bit, but not so much it steps away from you. Good, 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 good. You see how easy that is? Of course, that's your shoulder, right? You already know that. Shoulder, good, 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 good. Okay. <laughs> Try it again. Shoulder, good, 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 good. Yeah. All right. So let's show people some of the things you can do with a shoulder target. In fact, let's do your hip target first. Ready? Good. So we'll show the hip target. So just like you did the shoulder target, wait, you little rascal. You can do a hip target as well. Okay, waiting. Good girl. So, hip. Good, 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 good. All right. It's a matter of physics. It usually just takes a few seconds. Yeah, we can do it some more. Hip. Good, 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 good. Good. And here's one thing we can do with that. Hip, shoulder, cross. Good, 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 good. Okay, so there's lots of things, infinite numbers of things that we can do with that. And uh, you can see it's it's fast. It's really fast. And of course, Sarah already knows these things, but I was at a zoo and I think we trained four camels in a row and it was just like um, shoulder, hip, hip, shoulder, good, 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 good. Do a little exam. Next one, shoulder, hip, hip, shoulder. Good, 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 good. Okay, so there was one thing I wanted to really point out, and that's the quality of the touch. So I described it in the video is as if your hands are in the vertical, like so, or uh, I'll change something. I, I never have the prop I want. I'll have to think about that. Okay. Pretend like this is my animal. So here's my target. This is the shoulder of my animal or the ear or doesn't matter what. Okay. And I'm going to press in 
but not make the animal step over, come back halfway. And when that animal flows into contact, I'm going to bridge and name again. So I'll say shoulder, good shoulder, shoulder, good shoulder. Now let's look at what that touch looks like without the animal shoulder there. Okay, it looks like the movement you make when you open one of those glass store stereo doors with the magnetic latches. So it goes like this. Uh, okay. All right. Very, what do you describe that? Very flowing. You go in, you come back out. Okay. And it's just like you opened those door latches. Let me caution you. If you do this, this is not going to get a target. This is going to irritate the animal and they won't want to stick around. <laughs> it's like this, not like this. Okay, you're not tapping them. You're starting a wave. And then when that animal responds to that wave and transfers back into your hand, you're going to bridge them and rename that body part. And I'm telling you, we can name 13 body parts in a minute and the animal will often remember them. And uh, we just get excited and enthusiastic when we do this. We didn't start out to race to say, see you know, how many body parts can we name, how quickly. But you can see the animal understands they're sitting there um, you can see with Sarah, she's a smart person and uh, she doesn't like to just stand around. She starts bugging me. She'll lip my hands and so on. And a lot of people wouldn't let their horse do that. But the thing is, Sarah and I have been working together for just about 30 years. And rank has its privileges. Sarah is very, has always been very responsible and trustworthy and she's a joker and she'll take and put her lips on my fingers and have my fingers sometimes in between her teeth and then she'll push it back out with her thumb. But it's like, she's just always doing these little things. She'll uh, start to leave like, okay, I'm gonna go now because you're boring me. Also with Sarah, she is now 32 years old. And for horses, in fact, she's 32 and a half. And I am so privileged that she's so willing to work, that she's still able to work. And it's analogous to um, being in business with an 80-year-old person, okay? She's just as smart and she knows a lot, but she has arthritis and I have to really watch her weight. When horses get older, it's hard to keep the weight on them. And so do I pamper? You bet. Okay, pretty much what Sarah wants, Sarah gets as much as I can give it to her. So you're not going to see a really formal thing when I work with Sarah, but you will see a lot of things. Um, she really knows and understands a lot. All right. So let's talk about the four steps and then we'll go back and watch it with Sarah again. So 
you take your, you, you know, you're next to your animal. I don't, let's see what side. Okay, there we go. And your hand's going to be essentially in the vertical position. So here we're going to go for the shoulder target. And you're going to push in, as you say, shoulder, come back halfway, and the animal flows into it. You're going to bridge and say shoulder again. Shoulder, shoulder, good. Doesn't matter if you bridge first or say shoulder. You just do one of them right away. Shoulder, shoulder, good. Shoulder, good, shoulder. All right. Then you're going to go to the hips and do that as, again. And so on and so forth for all the body parts. Eyes, ears, um, lips, chin, cheeks. Why chin? Chin is incredibly useful. Many animals are more comfortable doing long durations of a target with their chin instead of with their muzzle. Think about it. Do you want to have somebody's hand in front of your face? And I find horses are not fond of that at all. And dogs generally certainly want to target a chin rather than their nose for a long duration. Uh, one other point on that. We try to make, we try to be friendly toward the animal and giving them a good landing place. So with dogs, we're going to use two fingers and I often do with horses as far as a muzzle target. But I mostly use full hand targets and you can bring in other kinds of targets like a target pole or a target station and the animal can learn to step onto the station or target the station with his muzzle or even with the shoulder and a hip. But all things being equal, your animal would probably rather target directly on your hand rather than on to some artificial thing like a target pole. And I use target poles whenever I need to extend my reach or if I have to use more than one target at once. But where possible, I just go ahead and use a hand target. It's faster, easier, less complicated, warmer, softer. You can give the animal a little um, appreciative stroke or scratch or pat. It's got all kinds of benefits. We need to not make gadgets more than they are. A gadget is just there to serve you. You know, if you need an extension of your touch, a target pole is a great thing. But if you don't need to extend your touch and you don't need an extra target, use your hand. It'll, it'll be better. Okay, so one more time. The animal's body part is, you know, relatively vertical and it doesn't matter if it is or isn't. If it's like this, you're just going to do the same thing, but at a different angle. Okay. And then you're going to push in, but not enough to push the animal off its balance. Just think about it. You want the animal to sway away and sway back into you. If you push it so it has to step over, it's not going to sway back. You're letting physics work for you. 
when you do this. And that's what makes it so fast. So you push in, but not so much that the animal steps over. You come halfway back. And then as the animal's body flows back in, X. Okay, when they make that contact again. All right, now I'm going to tell you one other little thing. And I always have such great descriptors, right? They're not very uh, user-friendly. <laughs> but anyway, what you want to do is intensify contact last thing before you go. So that would be our fifth step. So we're going to have vertical, push in, halfway back, bridge and name, and then give that little twiggle at the end. Uh, if you haven't thought about it, or if you haven't listened to my explanation on this, when you're in contact with somebody and you just leave them, it's unsettling to them. We've tested it out in seminars over and over again. And you'll see the animal or the person will go, why'd you just leave like that? And so when you're going to leave, recognize that animal, thank them for they're targeting with you just by giving them a little intensification, like, thank you. Okay. So here it is. Uh, shoulder, good, 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 good. Shoulder. Thank you. Okay. That's the five steps. Vertical, push halfway back. Bridge and name, shoulder. Thank you. All right. Try it. Let me know how, oh, was I going to show you that one more time? I'll show you. I have to do share screen again. Okay, so now that we've explained it, how you initiate a target takes well you can do it other ways but this is fast and easy but it takes a little bit of skill if this is the animal and this is your target that you're going to start if this is your starting position you're going to press into the body part that you want the animal to target and so if you're starting in a totally upright situation i know i know you're gonna push over so here i've got about 45 degrees and then come back halfway to about 20 degrees not all the way back push in come back halfway okay do you see the difference start out here and i end up here okay and this is what the animal's motion is going to be like and you have to be ready and it takes practice for most people so if I say, okay, this is your shoulder, good, 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 good. At the instant that that animal flows back into contact with your fingertips, you bridge it with a good or an X, and then you name it again. That's your shoulder, good. So let me show you, you ready? Can you let people see this? Okay, thank you. All right, so when you push, you've got to 
you're going to push the animal off its balance just a little bit, but not so much it steps away from you. Good, 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 good. You see how easy that is? Of course, that's your shoulder, right? You already know that. Shoulder, good, 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 good. Okay. <laughs> Try it again. Shoulder, good, 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 good. Okay, and so it goes. And just remember all these different body parts, you can um, start the touch like on a little ear. It's gonna be a very light touch. And, um, but, but firm, right? You don't wanna act like a fly, that's irritating. Just a gentle, firm touch on the ear. And you notice that we quickly name not just the body part, but whether it's left or right, front or rear. And so it goes try this out and let me know what you find. I guarantee you, if you stick with this and become comfortable with it, you will be so glad. This is such a more efficient and exact way to communicate what you want to an animal. And the animal's actually thinking and thinking about what you're you know, communicating rather than thinking about, oh, can I get that piece of food? Makes a lot of difference. All right. Thank you very much for sharing some time with me. And I look forward to next time. Take care and your comments and feedback, likes and subscribes are everything to us. Take care.